We have over here coming up uh, Yerach, a whole month of Yantif. It's very difficult. It's one of the most difficult months for Kips. Besides for off time and people not being on a schedule, and besides for a lot of gefilte fish, there's a lot of guilt. Shoshana Yom Kippur, what is going through a Kip's mind? It's not true, but it's what goes through their mind is Hashem is spending the month, I'm the Russia, and all the achets and everything, and this is Judgment Day, and Hashem is going to look down at me, and Hashem is going to judge me. There's a lot of guilt, a lot of Jewish guilt before Elul, and then Rosh Hashanah, and then the Sarasim Tshuva, and then Yom Kippur, and especially if they don't keep Yom Kippur, if they don't keep Rosh Hashanah. It's like even Reformed people keep it, and they're not keeping it. It's a very difficult time. We are also full of anxiety facing Yom Hadin, or at least we should be. When It's not our most festive time. Like Purim, we're a little bit more chilled than Yom Kippurim. It's difficult. And then there's a lot of Jewish stuff, and we're going shopping, and we're buying a sreigim, and we're buying lulav, and then building the sukkah, and there's a lot of stuff that bothers them. And there's a lot of, think about it, Shabbos is their hardest day, because everybody is Shabbos dick, and nobody has electronics out, so either they keep it in their room, or they do, or they feel different. Now we're going to have Shabbos, same thing as Shabbos, about three times a week. Right? There's going to be so much yantiv. It's like days of holy days, three times a week, where they're uncomfortable being in this house. They want to, you know, they would be more comfortable in a Gaiyish house, unfortunately. And it's very hard for them. Very, very hard. It's a tough month. So the first thing we have to know how to plan is it's a tough month. We should understand that it's a tough, tough month. Even Pesach is hard with the yantif. But this is twice as much yantif, and it's a whole month, and it's a lot of lachats, a lot of lachats. Pesach, you have yachats. Now we have lachats. That's number one. Number two, we have to remember, going in, it's not business as usual. Meaning, we have a situation. We have a situation that requires us to focus on our kid in pain. Especially if it's a kid on drugs, or cutting, or hurting themselves, or anything like that. We really have to realize it's not business as usual. I always daven in this minion. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not this year. I always go Yom Kippur there and I always go Sukkot. Maybe not this year. It's not business as usual. If you're here in this room, your child is in crisis. Crisis is not business as usual. We have, your husband was told never to daven with minion. I'm not telling you Rosh Hashanah what to do. You'll ask your Rav. But lav dafka doesn't mean you're going to go chgai to the Rebbe, not necessarily this year. Rachmano litzlan le'elenu. Imagine if chas v'shalom, somebody has a child, this year is going to be in NYU hospital over the month of Yantif. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's not going to be the same as last year. It's not business as usual. They might have to rent an apartment to be next to the hospital and walk up 10. Maybe they're going to hear a tkiya shtickle in the middle in the hallway. Some rabbi's going to come. Maybe they're going to have a suda. Maybe they're not going to have a suda. This year is crisis year. This year it's not, and you have to go into it with the right mindset. It's not everything is the same except I have this kid who is in, is in a crisis situation. No. It's we're dealing with crisis this year. And Be'ezus Hashem, Hashat Ahacha, L'shana Haba B'nei Chayrin, it'll be a different story. Fine, if it's a different story next year, you can go back to your old life. I wish all of you should be like that. But we go into this knowing this year it's about our kip. 
love dafka, we're having company. If you invite company and it pushes the kid into their bedroom, you're not having company. Because this year you're running a hospital, this year you're running a psych ward, and this year you're running a trauma center, and this year you're running a rehab. You are the facility. That's the whole thing of TP. You could spend $120,000 if you want and send them to Utah and see how that works out for you, or $60,000 every month or two in a psych ward. We're beating those odds. But in order to do that, you're the doctor, you're the nurse, all the kids in the family are the nurses, everybody's doing this together as a team, we have to save this neshama. Saving the neshama means the tools are the acceptance and not rejection. This automatic rejection. Because Erev Shabbos, when everybody's showering, and everybody's getting ready for Shabbos, they automatically feel, what am I doing in this house? We have to compensate for that. It's going to come Yom Kippur, Erev Yom Kippur, with the meals, what are you going to do? You're going to have lunch, you're going to have breakfast, you're going to have food? You're going to serve, you're not going to serve? What's the matzah of the child? I was on the phone with probably one of the biggest Litvish Apaiskim two years ago, Erev Yom Kippur. He told the parents, your child is unfortunately, pikuach nefesh mamish, when he wakes up by day, Yom Kippur by day, you, make, you cook for him. You cook for him. That's the halacha. It's not a wow. The wow is that from people don't know the halacha. It's like telling Hatzalah not to go on Shabbos. We had over here one of our parents over here in our group. He's a Hatzalah guy. Somebody bought him sicha for ni'ila for $5,000. As he's walking over, the guy on the other side of the shul had a heart attack. You're not allowed to even think for one second. So he wanted to spend an hour of Ni'ila in front of the Aaron Kaidish, and instead he spent an hour of Ni'ila breaking every halacha. He punctured and he drove, you know, he took blood, he, he saved the guy's life. Because that's Ratzan Hashem. And we have so many maestros of tzaddikim from Dalta Rebbe to Rebbe Cutler to um, the Gary Rebbe, the Beis Yisrael, to tell the stories, you all know them. But Ratzon Hashem, what's Ratzon Hashem? What's Ratzon Hashem? That's what we're thinking. And this year it's different. Are you going to have lunch prepared? Are you not allowed to have lunch? You have to speak to your abundant beforehand. You have to make sure you don't go against the Torah at all. And you have to make sure that you follow the Torah to save your kid's life. So there's automatically going to be rejection in the air. We're busy with Yantav, we're buying Lulav, we're, we're sidetracked, it's festive, and they feel, when someone is depressed, it hurts them that everybody's so happy around them. You have to remember, in your house, we talk low and slow. Not slow like slow. Just relax. You're dealing with a chayla. You're dealing with people who are depressed. Some of them are suicidal. Some of them just all different types of chayla nefesh. You, it's not business as usual. You might have to, this year, pay somebody to get you your lulav and esrig for you instead of picking it out yourself. You might have to do a trip before Yom Kippur for two days. You have to think about... We look at it honestly. You're running a facility. The third part is, let's use this for our advantage. Anyway, there's hardly any work happening, and many people don't work Cholomite anyway. Anyway, you have two weeks, three weeks with all the Shabbos and Yantif. What would happen if we use this time to make this a Geshmaka event for our Kip? Where can we go that without our kip would be like, wow, maybe we should rent a cabin in Pennsylvania. Maybe we should fly to Ohio. Maybe we should go to L.A. or Miami. Uh, it could be an expensive trip. It could be a cheap trip, just changing locations. 
What would happen if we did something when we built our own sukkah or we had a pop-up sukkah or whatever it is and use this opportunity to get out of local depressing house with everybody staring at them when they walk outside and something fresh and something different and something new. And maybe you should invite some of the siblings and the marrieds or maybe you shouldn't if they don't like them or maybe it'll be okay. Maybe we'll have two weeks of family time for not much more than the regular budget of Yantif anyway. And maybe it'll be something amazing. Maybe we'll save on some of the food. We'll barbecue more. Maybe we'll have a son-in-law's or the brothers come and build. Maybe. There's, the whole world is open to you. So look at it like, first of all, number one, acknowledge and realize we're going into a difficult time. Number two is to realize that it's not business as usual and we have to make sure to make up for the rejection that they feel and the guilt and the depression and all of that. And the third thing is, what could you do to create a schedule that's going to blow their mind, it's going to be great for them. Whether they like relaxing, it could be relaxing. Whether they like walking, you can, it's a beautiful time of year to do hikes. Whether they like being in the sun. People drove from here 10 hours to Hilton Head, where's that, South Carolina? They said it's Miami weather. The place was stunning. Maybe do an Airbnb, rent a house for 100 bucks a night, five-bedroom house you could probably get over there. I don't know prices, but something like that. Maybe you drive over there. You just did it. It's beautiful. Maybe head out to there. First of all, wherever you go, I guarantee you within five minutes you're going to find a Chabad house anyway. If not, open one up. You'll be, you'll, you found the one spot on earth that's missing the location. So you'll open it up. You, 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 you put in the flag of Chabad and you're done, right? You'll find the Chabad and you'll, you will or you won't. We had families of Bikuach Nefesh that the Rav told them, so you don't daven with Minyan. So you don't daven with Minyan. There was one father, they went to California to save their kid. He went in for treatment to a therapist, and they were last year Simcha's Taira, and he was thinking, he told his Rav, I'm not going to dance with the Taira on Simcha's Taira. And the Rav told him, your son is Pikuach Nefesh. You have a chelik alikam imal mamish. And he danced with his son. He went to a hotel, a hotel, or it was both, a hotel and a house, different parts, and Simcha Steyer, he told his son, you know, today Simcha Steyer, but I, I didn't go to shul, he, not in a guilty way, it was in a, the kid was okay, he was happy that he went with him, walked to the therapist and whatever, he said, let's have a dance. And he danced with his Sefer Steyer. How, how, how beautiful. So think about Ratzon Hashem. And Ratzon Hashem doesn't always feel like we want it to feel. Sometimes Ratzon Hashem comes in different sizes. I remember Rabbi Yaman Eisenberger was telling once in a shir how he was personally preparing for Shoshana davening. He said he put in an Elul and he was, you know, the, the week before Shoshana, he was really working on himself. He really was hoping to daven and to really have an amazing, 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 amazing davening. And he ended up in the hospital he said, what was my Rosh Hashanah davening like? On one foot, Shman Esrei, with nurses and beeping and things and whatever. He said, that's what, that, that's what Hashem wanted for me. It didn't feel good. For me, I'd rather daven four hours, six hours, eight hours, Rosh Hashanah davening. Feels good. You leave there, you feel good. Over here, five-minute davening, you don't feel so good. But you can paylace and tuif and accomplish when you do the Ratzon Hashem. Hashem is sending me to the hospital, Rachman Litzlan. I'll do the best that I can in that situation. Of course it's not the same. But we get schar based on effort, not based on what it looks like on the outside. And someone davening for five minutes in a hospital could equal someone davening in shul for, for six hours.
That's what our job is. So we have to realize we have a situation. We want to save lives physically, emotionally, psychiatrically, spiritually. We want to give our kids the best life that we have. We have two, three, four weeks of difficult times. Maybe, maybe we can do a two, three week vacation. Maybe you can work not at home. Maybe you can travel just for six days, three days. Figure out what can we do and how are we going to hook in the kid to want to do this and give them a chance to break free from the normal stuff. It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference because after the difficult month comes the other part of the difficult year called winter. There are four difficult parts of the year for kips. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. I want you now, between now and Rosh Hashanah, you have still time. Build up credit. Have fun. It's still summer. It's still summery outside. Think about what fun you could have and family fun as much as you can. So as the Yontif starts, we have credit in the bank. So it'll, we'll have memories, we'll have pictures, we'll have memory bombs being dropped. Do as much as you can. Now's a great time to really focus on TP big time. And then comes difficult where it's a little bit harder. And then you'll try hopefully to do some trips. And then we'll, we'll talk about winter. A lot of kids do bad in the winter, but we also have a lot of... Um, benefits to the winter. A lot of kids have a good winter also under our care. Okay.